And so I got up because this guy, Wyatt, came and he's like, can I take you back? And Zeke's like looking at me and he's like, what's going on? And so I go up on the stage and I was like, come on, Zeke. And he like walks up onto the stage with me and we go backstage. And now. (laughs) I'm the captain now. (laughs) Coming to you from the K2 studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody sit off like BFFs. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening? How are you doing today? Thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 168 of the Chris and Christine Show. Oh, fantastic, babe. We are back from our long-winded vacation travel summer of 2023, baby doll. Yeah, for the first time in almost three years, we took like a solid five or six weeks off of podcasting. Um, Part of that was because of some tragedies in the family. And then the rest of it was because of family fun that we had planned. But we are back and we are excited that this week we are going to start off with our recap of all things summer. But we have a special guest in the studio today. Who is it that we have in the studio? None other than Ezekiel. Ezekiel's back. Hey, buddy. I'm doing good. Yeah, welcome to the show, man. We we actually uh, got back into town not too long ago, and I had to figure out how to set up all this podcasting gear and figure out how to use it all over again because it's been so long, man. But yeah. uh, how are you holding up? Good. I'm just ready to go go back to my dad's part of a uh, and go to Disneyland. Ooh, Disneyland. Disneyland. What is that happening? Has had quite an amazing summer this year. He has been a world traveler. A country traveler, a uh, time zone traveler. <laughs> he definitely. Well, not a time traveler, but he's been traveling different time zones. You said time zone traveler. So, yeah, okay. that's funny. So you've been in like how many different time zones do you think Ezekiel? Pacific, Central, Eastern, and Hawaiian. How many time zones is that? That's four. Whoa, that's a lot over the last couple of weeks. Are you are your arms tired from flying? <laughs> no. Uh, it's an old uh, flying joke Christine has back in the day. Yep, definitely. Back when she was young. Yeah, you want to call, <laughs> call it a dad joke. It's more like a mom joke, really. Yeah, or yeah, a bad mom joke. But, but we are back. We're back to podcasting. This is amazing. Getting the band back together. Absolutely. And as we always do, we like to recap some of our adventures that we've had over the summer. It's one of the things that our kids actually really love. They listen back to these podcast episodes, maybe more than any of our other listeners but it's almost like an oral history of like what we've done as a family over the past couple of years right chris yeah absolutely you know uh podcasting like youtube videos or photography usually on the, in the digital world we live in today that these things can last forever i remember the first cd i got i remember it said on the box it said this thing is good for a gazillion plays or something like that. Like, <laughs> no way really no way check that out but uh yeah these uh podcast episodes can be played back as a living archive of our family uh, trips and family summer. Absolutely. Well, you know, before we hop into what Ezekiel and I have actually been up to for the past couple of weeks, I just wanted to give a huge shout out and congratulations to you, Ezekiel, for graduating high school. Big milestone in your life. 
What's up next for you in terms of your educational career? Mm, I prefer not to say, to be honest. You don't know or? or um, I'm kidding. I'm going to community college. Nice. That's awesome. And you start in just a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. College man in the house. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. What am I supposed to feel? It's another day at school. Well, all I know is this summer you're going through right now is going to be the best you're ever going to have in your entire life. It's all downhill from here, buddy. It's, oh, don't <laughs> say that. It's work. Every, right, summer, it's work? It's every all- summer after this is going to be amazing because the older he gets, the more freedom he gets and independence. He'll be able to travel. He'll be able to do even more exciting things with his life. It's just the beginning. I remember that my summer at a high school between summer and college was the best summer I've ever had in my entire life. Like ever, because you think about you're going to the world, you don't know which direction you're going to go. Community college is on the line, college is on the line, job, career, who knows what. And you're leaving all the fun, like school stuff behind. You're kind of becoming a man. You're going from like kid zone into like adulthood. And you have like all these great ambitions right in front of you to know where you're going to go, what you're going to do. And that summer is like your last like token of freedom before you actually got to do real world stuff. And that was like for me. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what my summer right after high school was like for me. Actually, now that I remember, I did a two week trip to Australia right after I graduated. Well, that's something spectacular, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of like a rite of passage, having like some kind of vacation or big trip right after graduation. And uh, Ezekiel and I had been planning one since before his 18th birthday, because I surprised him on his 18th birthday with telling him that I was going to take him to where? Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Now One that, of my favorite places to go. Oh, is it really? Now, why is it your favorite place to go? Of all uh, I just love it, too. But why, why do you like it? Uh, because there's a lot of celebrities that come by and uh, a lot of comedians that come by. Yeah, a lot of comedians set up shop in Las Vegas. And I know Las Vegas... It's quite, it's got over some changes since I used to go back when I was a kid, you know, but um, I used to love going to Vegas, especially as an adult. We hit eight, we hit 21, buddy. Vegas, man. <laughs> it's a lot different than well, what you're Well, you already sk- promised you were going to take him. Like, we were going to take him to Vegas when he turns 21. Yeah, yeah, He's I am. banking on it. I am. Oh, speaking of bank, only if he is the bank, we got to go to Vegas, right? <laughs> I see. Yeah, Moneybags, you know, man. Mr. Moneybags himself is bringing the, like, Scrooge McDuck, bringing his big, you know, vault of money in Las Vegas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's kick off this episode with talking about our my Ezekiel extravaganza summer of surprises. Uh, do you want to kick off talking about our vacation, Ezekiel? Uh, why don't you do it? Okay, sure. so when we last left out, uh, Ezekiel was graduating from high school. We had a graduation party. Yep. No, but we- that happened after. So we're going to start off with his trip because we went on his trip. Before we had his party. And so uh, back in June, uh, around June 3rd, Ezekiel graduated from high school. June 1st. June 1st. And then on June 6th, Ezekiel and I set out on what he thought was going to be just a four-day trip to Las Vegas. He came down here a day ahead of time to San Diego and then he and I flew out to Las Vegas bright and early, and um, we flew on Southwest Airlines. Yeah, and uh, we you know made, better than me. Well, I can't remember, honey. You're gonna have to help me out here. All timers. So 
Yeah, <laughs> old timers. So we flew out to Las Vegas and from we, what airport? From Fresno? From San Diego. Oh, from San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Yep, and it was just like an, like not even an hour flight, huh, Zeke? Like fifty six minutes. Yeah, it's a nice flight. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice flight from Las Vegas, from San Diego, even Los Angeles to uh, Las Vegas. It's a pretty quick flight. It's like boom, boom, you're done, up and yeah. down. So on that first day, we got there and we got checked into our hotel. Uh, wait, hang on. We drove by a a Pacific building. Now I wanted to drive by first. I don't know how you could have forgot that. Yeah, well, so we we landed in Vegas and we had a great taxi driver. We just decided to take a taxi. And um, Ezekiel asked him once we got in the car, he had me ask him if we could go and see what was it called? The UFC Apex Center. No way. What do they do there? Uh, that's where they had. That's where during COVID they have all their big fights at. No way, man. All their big fights during COVID were done right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. power slap. Is that where they actually have the headquarters for USC? Mm-hmm. No way. Pa- Wait, what's Power Slap, by the way? Oh, Power Slap <laughs> is this new sport that, uh, two guys, it's this thing that I don't know if the viewers know. It's a slap contest where uh, they slap hard enough to see if you get knocked out. No way. Yeah. Like slap it's, them across it sounds, the face. It sounds like there's some alcohol involved in the invention of this game. <laughs> <laughs> but they literally call it Power Slap because it's like, try to knock the person's teeth out it sounds like something you do in a drinking game like you i slap you you take another drink if you slap me you take another drink until <laughs> until one person just falls over it's like a version of beer pong but with slapping maybe well we drove by the apex center our taxi driver was really great and he did that detour which is like the opposite direction and then we went and we checked into the link hotel right zeke yeah and when we got there, we um, saw a sign for uh, what was the comedian's name? It wasn't a comedian. It was a magician. A magician. And his name was Matt Franco. So we saw this sign for this magician, Matt Franco. And we went up to our room and we checked in. And then Ezekiel was like begging to be able to go because where was this guy famous from? Uh, America's Got Talent. He's one of the first magicians to ever win uh, a America's Got Talent. Now, what what, what what did he do that was so spectacular, though, if he would get his own show in Vegas? Uh, he tells story. He makes a hundred dollar bill turn into a one dollar bill. And then what's well, he do? He just races zeros. <laughs> But later he finds it in a, in a flavor pack in a pack of ramen noodles. Nice. Yeah. He did so some he, pretty he brings cool props. stuff. So he brings props in there, kind of like the way Carrot Top does with his props and stuff. I don't know. Who is that? I don't know. Like Carrot Top is not magic as much as like comedy. I thought, was, I thought he did a magic show too. He kind of does. But this guy is super clean and um really professional and really good at what he does and so we ended up scoring tickets in what did what did they call those seats the luxury seats yeah. the, oh i can't hear you what'd you say oh the luxury seats oh nice yeah so they were like these almost like couches that we got to sit in and uh at the the show was going on and they had like different people that were like volunteers that came up to the stage and at the end of the show, uh, Ezekiel, how was it that you got Matt Franco's attention? So he swung by the area, threw some cards at me, like kind of like threw some cards at me. And then I showed him the box and I was like, and I said, can you sign it? Like, like use a pen gesture. And he's like, yeah, come on here. So Ezekiel, before the show, bought a deck of cards, Matt Franco branded cards. And so... 
at the very end of the show, he got called up to the stage and Matt Franco autographed his card box no for him. No way. That's, yeah. that's awesome, And also, man. he, I got to shake his hand and I told him that this was my graduation present to come see him. Oh, nice. Did you guys get a selfie together? A picture? No. Uh, well, okay. You no, get the autograph. But, I mean, that's good. but the whole audience was there. And so it was like in front of everybody, which was pretty cool. And then um, it was a really great show. It's, you know, definitely very interesting and i guess i thought that all the vegas shows were a lot longer than that though i mean it felt like all the vegas shows were like an hour maybe an hour and a half and for some reason i thought they'd be like a concert which is like you know two or three hours but i was glad that they weren't longer yeah so uh, you're in vegas you saw your magician and then what do you guys do for other than seeing the magician what else do you guys do there well that uh, was just day one day one after we saw the magician I, we went to go eat and i told uh one of my friends uh and i told one of my friends i said hey matt franco autograph date she was like no way lucky <laughs> nice yeah nice so, so where did vegas, we go for dinner yeah, that first night we went to this place forget what it's called do you know um, was it a chain brand or it was McDonald's? Was it? No. no. Was it right there on the promenade? It was like right next to our hotel, basically. Yeah. We, we oh, it, there was a steak restaurant that we went to and nice. we ended up sitting down and having uh, a nice steak dinner. And it was crazy. We had this guy sitting next to us and he was like complaining about his meal and he ate no. like three fourths of his meal and then complained about it and the server came back and he was like you complain about it but then you ate the entire thing and like was sassy with him and then they called the manager over and the guy like i don't even know he was like well i'm a i'm a chef too and i know how this should have been cooked why'd you eat it then exactly that's what the server said to him and i was like "Ooh, he's got some sass over there Mm. but ezekiel and i were just like trying to mind our own business but zeke's like he's He's like a, a male Karen, right, Zeke? A Ken, right? Ken, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's Barbie and stuff over there, Ken. Yeah, well. Well, that was just day one. So then on day two, uh, we had mostly an open day, but we decided on a couple of fun things that we wanted to do. So from the last time we had been to Vegas as a family, Ezekiel had gone on the Big Apple roller coaster oh, over wait, wait, wait. at the before, New York, New York. Before. There's something before that we did. What was that? Top golf. Oh, see, I forget all of these things. So you're the one that took all the notes. I know. I didn't have it on the itinerary though. So on day two, because we tried it on day one and it didn't work out. On day two, we went to Top Golf. Now, what is Top Golf? I mean, it's, I have a clue. What is I restaurant? think you guys is- know from the last episode. It's just a driving range with cool points that you could use. Oh, so it's like just like a video game or something? Yeah, basically. But it's actually in real life. Well, I'm sure you're hitting golf balls into like a simulator or something. No, not a simulator. It's like a whole open. I don't even know. So what's the difference between that and a regular driving range? It is a driving range, but it has like the balls have special signals that it tracks. And so it's it tells you exactly how far it went and you can choose different challenges to do. So like. You could just do like a standard driving range and it lets you know like what your distance and speed was. And then w- there was a game that you played with the driving Angry range. Angry Birds. Yeah, Angry Birds. You actually hit the birds down? With no, the- it's like you you do the driving range, like you hit the ball 
But then on a screen, there's an Angry Birds game. And so it shows you like what you knocked down on the game. What a trip. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And so we sat there and we we got some food and drink. And then after that, we went over to the New York, New York. and Which is another hotel, not the New York City, but the actual yeah. New York, New York, the hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah. Which is themed after the city of New York. Yep. And so, Ezekiel, what did you do when we got there? I rode the roller coaster. We got a all day pass, basically. To ride the roller coaster. And that, that roller coaster looks like a taxi cab, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly. It has like, what, two loops in the thing? I think it does. Yeah. Okay. And how oh, many times did you go through it? I think it's got, I think it's got two actual upside down loops. I think I went on it 12 times. 12 and then times. He started to get Was dizzy. there even a line? Because that seems like a lot of times. Well, we got him an unlimited pass, so he was able to like get back on. I quickly. think that was during the day. Now yeah. Now is it open at night? I don't know. Yeah. It is. And so he went on it during the day, and then we decided to take a break and go back to our hotel because I found out that my little sister Courtney and her best friend Nate actually were coming into Vegas as well that day. So Zeke and I had plans to go to dinner. So we invited them to go to dinner with us. And so we went back to our hotel and then um, went over to their hotel and we um, we picked them up. They were staying at the Rio. And so after we picked them up, then we went over to the restaurant that we were going to. And Zeke, what was that restaurant called? Dick's Last Resort. What do they even do there? What do they sell there, by the way? Is this a restaurant? Is it food? Is it a bar? What does he got? It's a food and it's a bar. They just make fun of you the whole time. Who, who would want to go there? It sounds horrible. I do. Because everybody is all about this PC, like, don't make fun of me and, and don't shame me and all this stuff. And, and you're going to go to a place that does the opposite of that and actually makes fun of you? Yeah. Okay. What kind of names do they call you? <laughs> Well, what what, what they what they call you? Zeke? This is a family friendly show. Uh, they didn't call. I don't think they didn't even call me names. I just yeah. made. I just gave the waiter the hard time because he was a Cowboys fan. Oh yeah, what'd you call him? Yipikaye, Yipikaye, Cowboy. No, I just says. Oh, how does it feel to choke in playoffs? Oh, <laughs> what, what do you say? What's a playoff? I've never seen it. I don't know. What's your? <laughs> I don't know. But they did uh, uh, hit my mom pretty hard on the jokes. Oh no. Yeah. Well, and so what is, they is it family do- friendly? No, but what you do, what happens when you go in there is they have these paper hats that they make you and they write inappropriate messages on there and make you wear wear them for dinner. And so I'm not going to say what you're saying. Um, I don't remember. Uh, world's world's best mom. It says it says I love animals. Really? Yeah, that's it. I'm not saying anymore. Yeah, animals. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. No, what do you say, Zeke? This was a very inappropriate. So we're not going to go into what they said, but you can, you know, let your imagination run wild where it's definitely designed for an 18 and over kind of crowd. Which Zeke is here. Yep, exactly. So uh, Courtney and Nate went with us and we all had funny hats and, um, you know, this it's they just are so sassy. So like the server will come by and you'll be like, can I get a refill? And he's like. Yeah, shut up, you know, just like mouthing wow. off to you. And then, that sounds like a place I never leave a tip at. I would like never leave a tip when I go there. Oh, oh they, they speaking of that, 
Oh, uh, they they get mad if you if you don't tip them right. Like one time I saw this video and the server got super mad. It was the guy that was uh, wearing that San Francisco 49ers hat. Yeah. He was just making fun of this girl who tipped her uh, uh, tipped him like five dollars. He's like, thank you for tipping horribly. Yeah. Hope you die in a car crash. Well, it sounds like the worst restaurant ever. I would think I'll avoid that place. Thank you. Well, it was really funny. And it was so funny because a couple of tables over this couple went to the restaurant and they had no idea what they were in for. And you could tell that they were an older couple and they weren't expecting it. And so they were nicer to them because I think they didn't, they knew, they know when some people like don't know what they're in for. Oh, well, okay. Well, versus those of us that are like, yes, bring it on. And so like when we got the bill at the end of the bill, there was all these extra charges. And what were they for Zeke? One was a Karen fee, devil, devil child, a uh, bail money, a beer for staff, gambling money. Nice, yeah. nice, as it should, as it should. In fact, that's what tips usually go for. You yeah, know? And, uh, stripper fleet fee too, I believe, was in there too, right? Okay. And then uh, one girl, <laughs> it was her birthday, and they did like a full on lap dance for her in the middle of the no restaurant. Way. Yeah, no way. like very provocative, and it was like was this a big guy wearing a g string. No, uh, no, that- he was he was taking a he wasn't there that day. His name's Taco. He wasn't there that okay. day. Okay, see, because knows what I'm talking about. Yep, <laughs> Taco. But then after that, we walked back over to the New York, New York, which is just across the road, because Ezekiel still had his unlimited pass, and then he and Nate were able to go on the New York, New York roller coaster a couple of times together before nice. we called it a night. So, uh, Ezekiel, of all the roller coasters that you've been on, where do you rank the New York, New York roller coaster? It's like 8.5. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah. The one we like so good because it's behind the building. It goes behind the building. and you it's, know. it's it's its own hotel. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I think it's one of the only ones still in Vegas, roller coasters. I think so, other than like the Circus Circus ones. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did go to Circus Circus on our first day, too, as well. Oh. Oh, yeah, we totally did on our first day because we got there early and um, we did take Zeke to the the Fun Dome area. Right, that's an older place. Uh, probably built like the 90s, I think. No, the Circus Circus? Well, Circus Circus has been around a lot longer than that, but I think the actual like dome thing you're thinking of oh. was built like in the early 90s, like 90 or 89. Yeah, well, we went during COVID and it was really cheap to take the kids, but now they don't price things like per ride. It's like an all day pass and it's expensive. It's like $60, $70. That's like Disneyland back in the day. I remember tickets were like $50, $60 back then. Yeah, so we were only there for like an hour, and that's basically all the time that we had before our show. But we, what was really cool is what when we called for a lift to be able to take us back to the hotel, oh, we oh. got picked up in what was it called? Uh, a Tesla. But hang on, before that, uh, a part about grad night is that it helped us a lot during our trip in Vegas. Uh, I won a uh, $25 gift card for Uber. Mm-hmm. So nice. we used it. Are you able to use it there? Yeah, like, but we got a lift, not an Uber, on our way back from Circus Circus, and we ended up. Wait, no, it wasn't Circus Circus. It was Top Golf, basically. Oh, listen, I wasn't there, so I, don't, I can't correct you. On I this. don't know, I, but anyways, you took a, took what a ride. car was it that we got picked up in? A Tesla. What kind of a Tesla? A Model X. Yeah. Now, now for those who don't know, which one's butterfly that? doors? It moves up. Oh, it's all. It looks it's like, my dream car. Like Lamborghini doors go up. It looks like kind of like a minivan, right? 
Is it kind of tall like a van or something? No, it's like an SUV, but it has really right. cool like butterfly wings. Did the so, guy, did he open those doors for you? Did yeah. It, and you're like, whoa, I'm going to start. And track. he let us get a picture at the end because nice. it dropped us off at Circus Circus. Now, did the, now everybody has a Tesla. So my experience with Teslas, when you get into a Tesla for the first time and the driver wants to show off, he'll step on the gas. Did he do that for you guys? No. no. Oh, what a loser. Man, <laughs> I would have like, check this thing out. And it goes like zero to 60, like three seconds. Or oh, no. Is. But we were in traffic. So. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd punch it to that stop sign. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Well, that was the end of day two. Well, day three was the day that Ezekiel had been waiting, waiting for. So backstory, and dreaming backstory. Of. All right. What's your backstory, Zeke? Well, first, for his 18th birthday, I bought. Zeke tickets to see one of his favorite comedians. My heroes. And we mentioned it in the last podcast, but just remind everybody, well, who was that? Uh, Steve Byrne. Steve Byrne is your absolute favorite comedian of all time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I bought him tickets to go see Steve Byrne. And a couple weeks before the show, Ezekiel was trying to reach out to Steve Byrne through Instagram. And he had messaged just to see if he could like get a backstage meet and greet and so he didn't get a response and he asked me um like a solid week and a half ahead of time like if it was possible for me to reach out to see if i could get in touch with steve byrne and so i i did so i sent an email but i did some research online to be able to find out like who his agent was. And so I included a bunch of different emails on the email that I sent, giving a little bit of Ezekiel's story about what he's overcome, about how hard he'd worked to graduate and how much he looked up to Steve Byrne and asking if it would be possible for him to be able to meet Steve Byrne. And so I sent that off thinking nothing of it and, you know, not expecting a response But less than 24 hours later, I got a response back from Steve Byrne himself. No way. Yeah. From his personal email. He was super flattered and said he would love to meet Ezekiel to um, email him on the day of the show. And then he would arrange for a time to uh, meet Ezekiel backstage. No way. And so... That was really awesome. And so building up to this whole day, Ezekiel was just like, mom, had you, did you hear back from him? And I was like, I don't want to lie to my kid, but I also don't want to ruin the surprise. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe it got lost in spam. And all the meantime, knowing that I have this special meet and greet set up. And so I woke up on the morning of the Um, day three in Vegas and I emailed Steve Byrne and I just said, Hey, Mr. Byrne, this is just, um, this is Ezekiel's mom just confirming that we're excited to see you today. Um, you know, please let us know what time we should meet you and where. And so he gave me the time and he gave me his cell phone number and he said, text me here when you arrive and I'll have somebody come and get you. And he gave me the time frame. Well, Ezekiel insisted on being there super early because he didn't think that I had any communication with Steve Byrne and really wanted to be able to meet him. And so. But what would go in there early have anything to do with that? If he had no idea well, you're going to see each other. Like, what, how do you, what has it play out? So I heard from, I went there on the first day I went to go walk around by myself since I'm 18 now. 
walked around. I went to Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club to go get a, a drink. Uh, it was Red Bull. Okay. And okay. So I asked them, does Steve Byrne come out early to come take pictures and come say hi? And they said, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so based on that information, you want to go there early thinking that you would just have a glimpse of maybe catching him. Hey, Steve, Steve, Steve. And like, as you, as you came out, right. Or something. Yeah. Okay. So he ended up like sitting there for an hour early. An hour. And he was like insisting on staying down below. And so Ezekiel had to step out and go to the bathroom. And when he went out to the bathroom, I talked to the people that were like the ticket takers at the front. I was like, hey, I need you to help me out. My son doesn't know that Steve Byrne is going to do a private meet and greet and he's going to want to stay down here until he arrives. And so can you just play along with me when he gets back? Wait, what? <laughs> yes. The truth comes out. I said, can you just play along with me when he gets back? And when I say that he already, Steve Byrne already went upstairs and he's already backstage. So like, like he missed just, him or something. Like, yeah. Like yeah. just go along with me because I need to get him upstairs. And he, I like, we're going to miss the meet and greet if he stays down here the whole time. And they no, were like, that would have sucked. I mean, yeah. So they were like, yeah, sure. So then we go upstairs only to find out that the other show that had started beforehand was still going. So we had to go back downstairs and waited a little bit longer. And then finally, uh, it was time for us to go upstairs. I actually did meet another comedian there. Yeah, they right at the end of their show. And so we got to go upstairs. We had front row right up next to the stage seats, just off to the right hand side. And, um, uh, I pulled out my phone and I texted Steve Byrne, letting him know, like, we're here, we're in our seats. And he said, OK, I'm walking over, be there shortly and I'll send somebody out for you as soon as we get here. And so Zeke's sitting and like the servers are coming around asking for like drink orders and things like that. And he's like wanting to get all this like popcorn and drinks. And I was like, just wait just a few minutes. And so um, he's like, what? Like, what's going on? And so we just sat there. And then um, from behind the curtain, this guy walks out who I knew was the um, not the assistant, but like the kind of like the helper, the MC of the night. And what was his name, Zeke? Wyatt. Yeah. So he came out and I just said, um, are you Wyatt? And he was like, yeah, um, Ezekiel. And I so said, he knew Ezekiel's name. He did. Now, Ezekiel, when he said that, were you like, like, oh, am I in trouble? You think like that's what I would think. I think I'm in trouble. No, no. I was like, yeah, I know this guy. He's one of the open. Uh, he's one of the guys who opens up. He yeah. Was on oh, he's the- a comedian too. Yeah. Well, he's like the MC, and so but Zeke knew that, and so he was like, "What? What is happening right now?" And so I got up because this guy Wyatt came, and he's like, "Can I take you back?" And Zeke's like looking at me, and he's like, "What's going on?" And so. I go up on the stage and I was like, come on, Zeke. And he like walks up onto the stage with me and we go backstage. And then what happens, Ezekiel? I see uh, Steve Byrne uh, going through his drawers right there. It's like his uh, desk drawers. In the green room. Uh, and then you're like, oh, my goodness. There's my idol right in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. okay, so what was that moment like? Like, how did you, you feel? It was unreal. I was happy and in shock. Because this guy literally saved my life, basically. So, so he turned around and met, greeted you, or did you greet him? How the how the interaction? How the how the first meet happen? Well, so Wyatt said, "Hey, um, Steve, 
we have somebody here to see you. And he was across the room and he turns around and he was like, hey, Ezekiel. And he like walked right up to Ezekiel and Zeke was like big eyed. And he was like, what? What? Uh, uh, like totally speechless. And he's like, then he just started to say like, oh my gosh, like I'm your biggest fan. You saved my life with your comedy and then they had this really great moment and uh, I actually gave him his gift. Yeah, Ezekiel had taken a gift just at the the slight chance that he would have the opportunity to meet him. And what gift was that, Ezekiel? Uh, I think he knew. What was it? Yeah, yeah tell the listeners. It's, la- it's last episode, you guys know. It's just uh, cards about penguins, uh, uh, the pirates and the Steelers, basically. Or they, okay. oh, like their uh, baseball player cards, or, I mean, or uh, football cards, or whatever they are. Like sports players. But what's okay. the significance of that? Because those are all from his hometown, right? Yeah. So Steve Byrne is from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. But he was originally born in New York. Right. So Ezekiel took these like old school uh, sports cards as a gift for Steve Byrne. And when he handed them over, Steve Byrne was really touched by the sentiment. And he was like, like, it was almost like it took him back to his childhood. And he was like, thanks, buddy. This is like really awesome. And then he took Ezekiel to the other side of the green room. I where, got to meet another comedian too as well. Yeah. He, uh, you got to meet who? Uh, Petey. Yeah. Who was that again? Pete Giovine is another comedian and he was um, an opening act. But Steve took Zeke to the other side of the room where he had a bunch of gifts that he brought for him. No way. So, so you brought him a gift. What is this? Christmas day? You're like doing presents in exchange. <laughs> so uh, you open a little present, he opens a present and that kind of thing. So what kind of gifts did he bring you other he, than just meeting you? It was just great. Uh, he brought me his own uh, sports card. He autographed it. He brought me this tumbler of, he has a podcast with actually Joe Gatto. Nice. So he, uh, gave him, uh, uh, he signed it for me and i tell my mom, let my mom tell the other surprise. So he also gave him a script from a sitcom that he had starred in and he autographed it. Nice. And so it was from an actual episode that had been recorded, which was super, super thoughtful. And then he also gave Ezekiel, um, this pen that goes on his suit it's that, what he wears at every show. And it has dice on it, like oh, lucky nice. dice. Nice. And he gave him, I, I think there was one other thing. Uh, yeah, the DVD player. DVD. Oh, a DVD of like, it was like a comedy special of like getting started in comedy and has a bunch of famous comedians in there. And so it was just like super thoughtful. And they had this moment and um, just, you know, kind of like, talking shop and Ezekiel sharing a little bit of the impact that Steve Byrne had on his life. And, you know, I, one of the really neat things for me to see as a mom is not just Ezekiel being able to meet this celebrity that had such a great impact on him, but seeing what impact that had on Steve Byrne as well, because he teared up and he was like, thanks buddy. Like that means so much to me. And, I think especially for comedians, you you hear that their comedy can come from like their own trauma that they've been through and their own pain. And so knowing that, you know, 
somebody like Ezekiel was able to benefit from it and it made his life better. I think being able to see that in Steve Burns eyes was really like a a really special moment and they really hit it off. And so then we went back to our seats. Well, hang on, hang on. Okay. He told me another surprise that you should tell. Okay, so another surprise was that not only did you meet Steve Burns, but Steve Burns himself said there's somebody else that also wants to meet you, right? Uh, Kind of. Well, he said there's going to be somebody else coming to the show and you're going to get the opportunity to meet him. And it was Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. No way. Yeah. Incredible. And Jiggy, who is another comedian that Ezekiel loves. And so it was like this star-studded cast uh, because they were all, uh, it wasn't just like a random comedy club. It was the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Las Vegas. And so I guess it's kind of like an attractive place, even though it's not a huge space, but it's like the name brings people in and we found out that Steve Byrne is there actually every other week performing. He flies out from Nashville. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So, so how was the show? I mean, well, you guys actually could see the show, of course. Yeah, right? it was really good. He was really funny. He tested out some new jokes that were super hilarious. No, he's not, a, he's not really an offensive comic, is he? Uh, <laughs> I would categorize it as explicit. Like if it's wrong people goes to a show and tries to do something. Is it like Dick's, Dick's Last Resort kind of funny? Yeah, but yeah. then slightly, slightly more inappropriate. Definitely 18 and over crowd. But okay, okay. they asked Ezekiel, Steve asked Ezekiel uh, before we went back to our seats, he said, you know, I do this because Zeke like knows his his whole spiel and everything that he does. And so there's this section of his show that he calls Boy Band. And he said to Ezekiel, you know, I'm going to do boy band. Would you want to come up and uh, be part of the boy band? Sounds like something for the Backstreet Boys. Or yeah, it basically is. New Kids on the Block? Kind of. And so Ezekiel got to actually go on stage and stay on stage for a while. Uh, and they so it's funny because uh, Steve like pulls Zeke up to be part of the act at one point with this other guy. And then like has Zeke come up on the stairs and or come up on the stage and like Joe Gatto's like on one side of him and Joe Gatto's like who is this guy and then Steve Byrne tells the whole audience about who Ezekiel is like, like he just tr- graduated truthfully. yeah he just graduated and he says his sweet mom brought him here and he's gonna be um help us out with the show and so this was like, I don't know, like two thirds of the way through. And so then like Joe Gatto comes over and he like shakes his hand, and like gives him a hug no up on way. stage. And when he talked, I told him that, hey, I was actually uh, I was actually there at the Fresno show and I never really got to talk to him for a bit. I just mm-hmm. told him that I was at the show and you called on me for a bit. And I just wanted to tell you that you and Jiggy were there. Yeah. Nice. nice. Remember. So then they did the boy band part and... <laughs> So what they do is they bring up a lady onto the stage, and this oh, lady, yeah? this young lady was a nurse, and the now, boy band. Is this part of the act, or yeah, the, it's the, part of the act. Okay, so is this a real person or somebody in the st- uh, somebody that they know works? No, for just them? a real random person. Oh, random person. Yeah, and they'd been um, kind of singling this girl out. She was there with her boyfriend. Oh, was she, she very was, very attractive, Zeke? Let us know. I can't say that. I oh. mean, he has a girlfriend, but it's okay. But to say she was, she was, was she a pretty good? gal. Okay, she was okay. a nurse, All right. um, and so she was there with her boyfriend. And they brought her up on the stage, and they put her on a chair. And then each of the guys from the boy band 
uh, is given a stage name and they're all very inappropriate. And so what was Zeke's name? Nope. Not going to say it. <laughs> what was Zeke's name? No, nope. not going to say it. Was it, was it the uh, boy wonder? No. <laughs> <laughs> so each of them come up and do like some dance kind of lap dance style. For the girl? Yes. And there's did, did like, do ones for the girl too. There's like eight guys. Hold on. We're getting there. There's like eight guys that go. So Zeke is like what number two or number three? Number two. Number two. Well, I hang on. If you count Steve Byrne as number one, no, you were number two. Yeah. So so Zeke goes up, and he like, oh my gosh, I was like, so dying talk about laughing. the first kid. The first kid was I don't know about the first kid. I don't remember. All I remember was you, and then after you. Mm. So first kid, I I don't really know, but Zeke goes to walk up. And he had like an undershirt on and then like a jersey over. So he like starts to step up and like pulls the jersey off and swings it over his head and nice. throws it out into the crowd. You do with your jersey. Yeah. And then he like Look at that. walks up and starts dancing for this girl. No way. And then did a boyfriend get jealous? Did he no. look like angry daggers come out of his eyes? No. no, he was recording it. I wish I would have got that video. I know. And then Zeke takes like three steps back and then out of nowhere does a backflip on stage. No And way. completely lands it. And the crowd went crazy. I would too. And Amazing. Steve Bird was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, this is unreal. And he was like, that was insane. And everybody went crazy. And the rest of the guys did their dances and it was funny. But Zeke totally wowed the crowd and everybody was like, this is amazing. And so then even Steve Byrne afterwards that evening, he was like, your kid is insane. That was like totally out of the blue. That was like epic, the best ever. Nice. It really was awesome. And it was a perfect night, and we had so much fun, huh, Ezekiel? Yeah, and I didn't know half of it. And before the show, I FaceTimed my dad, and I think my dad texted you, be like, he doesn't know yet, right? Yeah, because I told Zeke's dad that oh, he was so going to get everybody to knew. Everybody knew but Zeke. I remember last episode, I said, hey, Zeke, what would it be like if you actually did meet Steve Byrne? What would you do? And I got so mad because you already knew he was going to meet Steve Byrne. See, but Zeke didn't know that. But you are the worst with with surprises so i can't tell you secrets because well, you well, try to give them away no i just try to play i just try to play i just try to tease you know i'm a big teaser really yeah. <laughs> that's what i do best i was trying to tease ezekiel and say what would you do if you actually did meet him to get that thought in his head thinking like wait if i do meet him what am i gonna what am i gonna say yeah so, so but did you even have an idea zeke when i said that if you're gonna meet him did you even think that no Zeke, you didn't know yeah and so was it a huge surprise for you ezekiel oh yeah yeah, was it a great night? So now we actually know him, too, as well. Yeah, so, you know, I texted with Steve Byrne. I thanked him. He was just such a, a genuine person. And that's the thing is, like, regardless of the type of comedy that he was uh, doing, like the over 18, he's just a genuinely kind human. And, you know, sometimes you don't get that when you meet celebrities like the come across as they could be cocky or unreachable. Or they're, too, they're too big. You can't, right. even, you know, but like, he was like so humble and so kind. And nice. then after the show, he was like, he texted me and he's like, anytime you guys want to come to another show, just, you know, say the word. And I want to go to a show what and you? you know, I'll get you in. And so it was pretty awesome. Well, Hey, the big question is when it's coming on the podcast. Well, it's funny, funny, but 
you know, maybe a little, he might be a little bit too big for us, honey. Oh, just come saying. on. Too big for well, us. Well, he's my friend, basically, but no, I was he on the Jet Boy show, maybe? I don't know. I nah. think Jet Boy's show is a little too small time for yeah, him. Yeah, it was actually his birthday when we landed from Hawaii. I forgot. And I was trying to tell my mom, can you text him that, that I said happy birthday? Well, I'll make sure to do that today, okay? Okay. So that was that day, and that was just day three. So day four, we had uh, made reservations months ahead of time to have a special dinner and um, to go to another comedy show. So we had reservations to go to the Hell's Kitchen in Las Vegas, the Hell's Kitchen restaurant, which has like the big HK and it's at Caesar's Palace. Nice. Is it it where they film the show or... Uh, I think they've done some shows, some stuff there. And this season, actually, that's coming up, they are going to have some at that specific location. Um, And we know that because of the manager, which we'll talk about in a minute. But day four, we kind of rested in the morning and slept in. And then we went to Hell's Kitchen. And that was Followed by going to see Jerry Seinfeld in the person. Jerry Seinfeld. So when you met yeah. him, what what did he say to you when he met you? Did you guys get uh, exchange we, gifts or something? We didn't meet Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, I think I meet everybody when you're in Vegas. No, but so we went to Hell's Kitchen, and uh, Ezekiel was adamant that we needed to have the was it the beef Wellington? Yeah, yeah, that's like a signature dish. Yeah, I, is it, it was good? So good. What is it for those who don't know? I don't really it's know how like to describe some it. Mignot, flame and- uh, yes. With, uh, Wrapped in a puff pastry, yeah. and there's it's like, like a donut, like a, like a meat donut, kind of. But I mean, the puff pastry is thin, and it's I don't know, it's like perfectly cooked, and it had like mashed potatoes and a demi glaze sauce, and Zeke wanted to try it, and so um, we had that. But then there was this man that was walking around the restaurant, and Ezekiel's like, "Mom, that's a manager." Like, How did you know his manager? Uh, I've seen him on TikTok a lot. Oh, okay. So he follows social media. So that's how you figure out who the manager was of that restaurant. Now, now is, he the rest, is he the manager of all the Hell's Kitchens or just that one? I think it's just that one. Yeah, I think okay. it was just that one. But anyways, Ezekiel was like, Mom, that's the manager. That's the manager. And I was like, is it? And so I don't even remember. How did we get his attention? Because he was walking by our table. He walked by a few times. I think I said, excuse me, I know who you are. Oh, yeah. I know you are, sir. And uh, you're coming with me. <laughs> no. And he's like, I've seen you on TikTok. And um, then the manager, his name was Manny. Manny, the manager, which is kind of funny. Um, he stopped and he talked with Ezekiel and he was so, so nice. And Zeke, you were just talking with him about different things, right? Mm-hmm. And then we told him that we were celebrating Ezekiel's graduation and um we he was so nice he ended up giving you a gift right yeah he gave me his pen yeah what, like a writing pen yeah but it was like a fancy hell's kitchen metal uh branded pen wow and then um ezekiel after dinner went over and he bought a cookbook a gordon ramsay cookbook from the little souvenir shop and then took it over and had Manny autograph it for nice. him. Nice. That's yeah. amazing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and then he insisted on taking a selfie with Ezekiel and having us hashtag it, a specific hashtag that Gordon Ramsay looks at and follows. 
And so it which was, is um, I can't remember off the oh, top of my on. head, but um, then he started following us on social media as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, Zeke nice. and I. And so it was pretty fun. And the the food was delicious. And we definitely had a dessert afterwards. You had the, was it sticky toffee pudding? Yeah. And then I had a blueberry lemon or blueberry lavender cheesecake. And oh my gosh, it was so good. Unbelievable. That's amazing. You yeah. guys are like star. star I don't think it get any better than this. I know. And then we went and we saw Jerry Seinfeld and it was really funny. It was really funny. He mentioned Fresno. He, oh, did. he did. What? Okay. What was his Fresno joke? It was about raisins. It was about sun made raisins, which is actually in Kingsburg, but I wasn't going to correct Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, but he was saying like Fresno is like the raisin capital of the world. And then he was talking about how it took them like, 45 years to figure out that they 82. should do um, chocolate covered raisins when raisinettes have been sitting over here doing chocolate dipped raisins for like all these years. And he was just making some jokes about that. Right? Nice. It was funny, but we got to talk about how much like drinks and snacks costs in Vegas at the Jerry Steinfeld show. Well, they cost. Well, I would think a lot, right? Like more than a stadium. Like more how than much like did that virgin daiquiri cost? Well, I don't remember. I think that it, so Ezekiel got like a virgin strawberry daiquiri or something like that. And it ended up costing like, was it $16 or 24? I think it was like 15. And there was no alcohol in it? No. no. Now, was the regular one the same price? No, much more expensive. Really? And Reese's pieces were like $6 yes. for each one, each piece? Each piece, six dollars a piece. Yeah, so it was pretty expensive. You know, it's the same price. I think. I think if you go to the movie theater, they charge you something on that same price for Reese's no, pieces. No, it's different. It's like four dollars. Yeah. Uh, well, it's still up there though. They make all their money off that. Okay. Well, Jerry Seinfeld went through that show. Yeah, it was so a great we went show. Through that show, and then we went back to the hotel, and I told Zeke it was time to get started packing. And for your return trip back to San Diego. Right? Well, that's what he thought, but he was sitting there and I then that's when I sprung on him the surprise of a lifetime. Wait a second. If the Steve Burns was not a big enough surprise, what could possibly be bigger than meeting Steve Burns? Well, so what I ended up doing is I had a present that I bought for Ezekiel that would reveal what we were going to be doing next. So the way that we had planned this trip is we were going to Vegas and then we were supposed to come home to San Diego for a week and the following weekend fly out to Minnesota for my niece's graduation. But when I was planning the trip, the costs of flights were so expensive yeah. that to fly from San Diego to Minnesota, it was going to be like $800 a piece. No way. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, what if we didn't fly back to San Diego? What if we just extended our trip and did some other stuff in between since I had the time off of work? Uh, like, let's just see well, what we could do. between Vegas and Minnesota? Not much. There wasn't. So I was just looking at what the cost would be to fly from Vegas to New York and spend a few days there. And the prices were really cheap. And so what I ended up doing is surprising Ezekiel with a trip from Vegas to New York. But New York Zeke, City itself, huh? Yeah. But Zeke, how did I do it? Uh, so first I was watching this show called uh, Doogie Hauser. It's a new Disney Plus show that came uh, based, out. Based on the old show, huh? Yeah. But uh, we 
she told me she's like i had something to talk to you about i want to know you know that our vacation isn't over and i was like huh and she gave me a, a bag of something from dick's last i mean dick's sporting goods and it happened to be one of the hometown heroes of my hometown, Aaron Judge from the New York Yankees. And I, I figured out we were going to New York. Oh, you did? You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I just, so I gave him this jersey and I said, I was wondering if you'd like to uh, take a trip with me to go to this game. And he's like, what? We're going to go to the Yankees game? And I was like, yeah, and then, like the Yankees don't play in Vegas. <laughs> but then he realized that not only were we going to go to a Yankees game at Yankee Stadium, but it was going to be Yankees versus Red Sox, which is like an epic rivalry. It is. It's yeah. crazy. That's amazing. I mean, you got you got Boston there, you got New York there, you got the man. It's like Bloods versus Crips all over again. <laughs> so, so you left the very next day to New York City. Now, I'm mm-hmm. glad that you told Ezekiel the day prior. Because, I know, because, me too. Ezekiel, let me tell you. It, Christine's original plan was was at the actual gate to tell to you tell that. You. How well, confusing would that be? If you, you already go through security, you, you get to the other side, and you're like, "We're not going home. We're going here." You're like, what, what? 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 We're doing what now? That would totally throw you off, throw me off. So I'm glad she told you the day before, yeah. and not at the airport, at the at the freaking window where you're gonna go through the the ticket booth person. You know. Well, I decided I was thinking of doing it that morning before we left, but then I just couldn't handle the suspense anymore because I was so excited, and I'd been planning for months and saving up. For and I like knew all about ever. this too, of course. I think did uh, did Zeke's dad know about this too? No. You didn't tell my dad? No, it was a surprise to everybody else other than Chris and Grandma Sandy and Grandpa Fred and Grandma Arlene and Grandpa Larry. They knew? Yeah, our immediate family knew, but they had to keep it a secret. And so nobody else knew. And I had been saving up. That's why I'd been scrimping and saving all my pennies from my wedding business to be able to afford the trip and like hunting around for the deals. And so... We took off the next day and we flew to New York and then we landed. How long a flight is that from Vegas? Maybe five hour? Yeah, right around that, maybe four. And we landed at like 1130 and I had a private uh, transport, like an SUV that was picking us up. And so we finally got to our hotel at around like 1 a.m. Okay, now being that late in New York City, I, I I haven't been since I was a kid. Was it busy? Like you know, people are out doing stuff. Or is oh it my gosh, it was like daylight. So we put our stuff in our our hotel room and we went right out down to Times Square to At get. Yes, and the hot dog booths were open. The hot dog vendors were were there, and we got there and we got a hot dog. And then no, we didn't get a hot dog yet. We went there. Because we were only two blocks from Times Square and we went to Times Square at like 1 a.m. and it was bright and lit up just like daylight. And people, people were out there walking around? Tons of people. Really? And then it started raining and so they started to clear out. And then Zeke and I grabbed some hot dogs and went back to our room and went to bed. Right, Zeke? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you got all the way to New York City just like that. Yeah. How incredible is that, Zeke, to see New York? Is that your first time in New York? Yeah. Oh, it wow. It was pretty awesome. So what do you think when you got there? Because you walk around the city, you see the big buildings. and It was cool because I've been, uh, we were supposed to go, I think, 
before before my parents got divorced. Yeah, oh, okay, we okay. had so we had a family trip that was planned that year before the split, and it, we were supposed to go to Pittsburgh. We were supposed to go to New York, Niagara Falls, Amish country, and uh. Obviously, that didn't happen. And so it was something that Zeke had really been looking forward to. And I just wasn't in a financial position to be able to pull that off on my own before now to where, you know, I have the extra income and the extra business and all of that. And so it definitely did take a scrimping and saving, but we were able to do it. Nice. And then um, the next day, we went to, so I ended up getting a client that's getting married in Brooklyn actually this coming weekend. And so Zeke and I went over to Brooklyn the next day to meet with my clients uh, to meet them at their venue. And then that evening, we went to a Yankees game, right, Zeke? The, yeah. The Yankee game, right? Yeah. And during the meeting, uh, <laughs> I think my mom, you want to tell them what happened during the what me- What meeting? meeting? Oh, the meeting with my clients? Yeah. Oh, I can't well, remember what happened. Was Zeke there with the club meeting? Yeah, but I was asleep. Well, I don't remember. Oh, so what you met happened. the clients, set things up. You know, um, you guys were talking the whole thing, and I was just out. I I thought you knew that. No, I, was, I guess he fell asleep. But we were just eating pizza, and oh, I have to ask: Is the pizza worth all the hype? Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, Ezekiel, what do you think? I didn't have pizza. You went all the way to New York City and you didn't have pizza. Yeah. What? I had a hot dog instead. How's yeah. the hot dog then? Good. Really good. Did they put a lot of like stuff on top of it? Uh, no, they just let you pick. They don't put like, they get crazy with like, you know, like here in San Diego, we have like the car- the California burrito, we put like mm-hmm. french fries. Did they put like french fries in their hot dog or anything nuts over there? No. No. They're pretty basic. That's you know? weird. Don't even ask that. They'll be like, you're a tourist. Pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> and hot dog. So that was that day. And the Yankees game was pretty awesome. It actually went extra innings. And um, even though Zeke's favorite player from the team wasn't playing, it was a really great game. We had really amazing seats, right, Zeke? Yeah. One of my actually favorite pitchers, my top six favorite pitchers of this year, he was he was accidentally uh ruled out because he uh uh bruises uh thumb toe his name is cortez he's one he nelson cortez he was pitching that game no oh okay yeah well so we went to the game and (laughs) i didn't figure out how to get us home from the game i only figured out how to get us there now you did taxi cab right we no we we took an, an Uber uh, or a Lyft out to Yankee Stadium. But on the way back, I just thought maybe we'd take the Metro or something. Well, you know, there's thousands and thousands of people. There's no taxi cabs around because they block off blocks around the stadium. It's not in the best area of town. And I wasn't thinking. And so <laughs> Zeke and I walk out of the stadium and he's like, Mom, how are we going to get back? And I was like, uh... I hadn't figured that part out. And then I see this guy, this sign that this guy is holding and he was like limo for hire. And I was like, how much? And he told me and I was like, you're on. And so was it the same, about the same price as Uber or, or no, or? it was way more expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it would get us back to our hotel. And so we ended up getting a private limo bus to ourselves. Nice, as you do. Now, I, I never I haven't been in forever in New York, but I just imagine everything is very walkable. Is it true over there? No, this the Yankee Stadium is way out in the Bronx. The Bronx is north of the island, right? 
I, north. It's north of like uh, Manhattan. Uh, right. Like, it on is Manhattan. definitely not walkable. Okay. Okay. So, and then Brooklyn's on the south side, right? But we weren't staying in Brooklyn. We were staying in Manhattan in Times Square, but it was like. I mean, it's definitely not walkable. It was like a solid 25, 30 minute drive with very little traffic. So, I mean, that would have taken us all night long. Wow. But we ended up uh, going in style. And, As um, you should. Man. Yeah. And you get so, a limo ride this trip to Ezekiel? And you're living the good life. Now, <laughs> if your mom only booked you a private jet, did she do that too? What? No. He's just making stuff up, Ezekiel. Uh. So... Uh, okay, so then our next day, we went to, that, I mean, this was our action-packed day. We did Statue of Liberty, the One World Observatory, and the 9-11 Museum. And so when we did the Statue of Liberty, we actually got the the pedestal access. So we didn't go just like with the public. We were able to go inside of the statue up to the pedestal so you can see um, like really close to the actual statue itself. Um, like where like Does it look as big as people make it seem to be? Is it is yes. it massive or does it look kind of like it doesn't look so big and, no, know. it's huge. Wow. Yeah, it's really big. And when you're there down below it, you're like, oh my gosh, like this thing is gigantic. Well, it has to be. How, how tall is the thing? Is it like 10 stories? 20 stories? Oh no, it's like so it's like 23 stories from the base of the skirt to the top of the crown. But then from the base of the pedestal to the public access of the pedestal, it's like 10 or 11 stories. So I think it's like the equivalent of like 35 story building. Wow. If not taller. Wow. And then we um, after that, we went into town and we did the One World Observatory. Um, and we swung by uh, Wall Street. Yeah, we went by nice. Wall Street. Did a lot of walking that day. We went to um, a famous cathedral where Alexander Hamilton was buried. Uh, we did so many steps on that day. We were so tired. So I bet you if you're in New York, you probably do do a lot of walking. Yeah. You probably, if you do live there, would you think it'd be wet wise to like have decent walking shoes or Yeah. Good everybody cushions? that's there is in like nice clothes and then they have walking shoes on and then i'm betting that they probably have like dress shoes back at work yeah i was kind of wondering about that so if you have to walk to your office job in like those like uh heels or whatever like women would do that would kill you I oh think. i'm sure yeah i wouldn't be able to do it but then uh that was a really great day and zeke from that day what was your favorite activity we did <sighs> uh the 9-11 museum was cool yeah that's cool. It's pretty awesome. And so we did that. And then the next day, um, we went to a place called Serendipity. What is that? So it's like a restaurant. It is a restaurant. Oh, and okay. We had brunch there. And it's my favorite place to go uh, when we go to New York because they have frozen hot chocolate and it's just amazing, huh, Zeke? Mm-hmm. Wait, did you just say frozen? No. Hot frozen choc- hot chocolate that's like yeah. a backwards upside down i know day night thing i know but it was so great we had brunch there and it's just this cute little cafe and uh definitely one of my favorite places to go and we just hung out on that day we did souvenir shopping we ended up going and having dinner at olive garden in Times square actually that was our open day right yeah so, so we just did go ahead there's something you forgot on what? our open day what Steve Byrne. Oh, 
Wait, no, no. You saw him in Vegas. I got that part. You you saw him when you were in Las Vegas. So now you're in New York. Did you see him again in New York? Yeah. Really? He gave us uh, free tickets to go. Wait, he was playing in New York and Las Vegas the yeah. same week? Yep. No way. Yeah. We ended up seeing him. I totally forgot, Zeke. We ended up uh, going to see Steve Byrne at a comedy club. No way. Yeah. Did you guys get on stage again? No. no, you know, it was a much smaller group and we didn't know that Dave Chappelle was playing the same comedy club later that night. We, of course, couldn't get tickets because that was sold out. But it was almost like Steve Byrne was kind of like an opener. Oh, I see. And then Dave Chappelle came in later and they had to like flip the room pretty quickly. But, um, you know, he did let us in for free. It was really nice of him and it was really fun. And we... Got home super late. Oh wow! So seeing him again like that, did he do, did he say some of the same jokes all over again, or you knew? No, one? he just made fun of a lot of the crowd. Oh, that's what you gotta do. If you, have yeah. a, if, you know what I heard? Well, first off, did he have any hecklers in the crowd? Yes, there was this one uh, gal that she just kept like trying to like interact with him, but it was like kept falling flat. Did like she, she throw wasn't her funny. shirt out, throw, throw her shirt out, or anything on him, like that kind of heckling. No, she was just like drunk. I don't even know, just like maybe trying to get attention, but you know, she wasn't funny and he was trying to make it funny, but it was just not funny. And so it was hard for him as a comedian to be able to keep it going. It and is. so, you know, Zeke and I kept like, we love you, Steve. And he was like, <laughs> we love you guys too. And uh, yeah, you got classic. So, yeah. So then the next day uh, after our open day was our day that we went to phase three of vacation, which Zeke knew when I told him about the trip to New York, um, I you, told you him. You didn't surprise me they were going to Rome or something? No. I told him that I was going to also take him to Pittsburgh. Right, Zeke? Yeah. What? This keeps getting better. Pittsburgh. That's like your favorite te- favorite town of all time because you got your favorite teams there, right? Yeah. So what, tell your favorite team is the Pittsburgh what? Pittsburgh. For our listeners can't see it on the wall. So no, tell no. Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. They are NFL football team for those who one are. One of the best. One of the best. How many rings do they have? Six, baby. How many does the Charger have? Zero. Chargers have seen the Super Bowl. But they haven't <laughs> win it. On TV. <laughs> From a distance. <laughs> but they're off if they have tickets, yeah. So, but uh, anyways, who else is a, a Pittsburgh team you like? Uh, the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now they are a hockey team. Hockey team. And then there's also the Pirates. Oh, they're not my favorite. But oh, they're still why a good team. Why, why no, they're team? not. Well, I'm I'm a Giants there. fan. You I should know, know that. I know. But why are you a Giants fan? We love everything Pittsburgh. What? Why do you? Why are you a Giants fan? We love everything Pittsburgh. Because my dad. It's it's tradition. All everyone in my family is a uh, is a Giants fan. I so. know. I heard. I heard it. I heard it when I was over meeting, meeting your in laws. I heard all about it. Trust me. You know. But anyways, but so <laughs> where's he going? Get back here, buddy. <laughs> so you were in Pittsburgh. You saw. You saw. What did you get to see? What is it or see in Pittsburgh? I, I don't know. I've never been. The stadium, the Pittsburgh Steelers stadium. Oh, where actually they play the games at and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No so was I, there a game being played? Well, I had made reservations for us to go to the. Steelers Hall of Honor Museum and I didn't know when I booked the Hall of Honor Museum tour 
that the they would be in the process of setting up for the Taylor Swift concert until a couple months oh, before. Oh, I've heard of her. In fact, yeah. I actually discovered her um, uh-huh. because I shared her amazing music to the world. Sure. Because I check out this broad, this uh, Taylor Swift chick. She's sure. pretty good. So, and uh, anyways, the rest is history, but uh, you're welcome. We're yeah. So the stadium was not open to the public, but the Hall of Honor Museum was. And what's crazy is like a week ahead of time, I get a call from Pittsburgh and I answered and because at first I thought maybe it'd be a scammer, but then it was somebody from the Hall of Honor Museum that was saying, you know, we're not really going to be open because of the Taylor Swift concert. We were going to offer you a refund or we can stay open. I was like, could you please stay open? We're flying from California. Like we've built our whole trip around my son being able to come and see this hall of honor. It sounds like the Wally world uh, vacation movie yeah. thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I want to move to Pittsburgh so bad. Cause everyone's so nice and get what we're saying. Really? Oh yeah. The ladies in the, so that we ended up going into the pro shop, which getting, was open. Yeah. We got him a bunch of swag at the pro shop and the ladies found out what a huge fan he was. They were like trying to get him to fill out an application. Application for what? To come to work, work at there. the, yeah, would, would, you really? shop. yeah. would you really do that? Oh, well, yeah. They were like, you can come to school here and, you know, you can come and you can work at the stadium and we get into a lot of different events and you it's, get it's a all discount. Fun right now. It's all fun right now, Ezekiel, but wait until uh, December. What? Oh, because of the snow? It gets like blizzards and stuff. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were so nice to him and they were like, we have a feeling we're going to be seeing you again soon. But we went to the Hall of Honor Museum and we ended up getting a private tour. It was just the two of us. Wow, and it was a really amazing museum, huh, Zeke? Yeah, really cool. Learned a lot more about Steeler history. Oh, yeah? And I got to see a lot of my favorite players when I was growing up when I was a little, little kid. Like one of my favorite players that I looked up to uh, was... Was, I think my mom could agree. Troy Palomalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, was best. he actually there? No. Oh, a statue over there. Statue. Oh, nice. Now, how does his hair look on a statue? That's all I want to know. Pretty amazing. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah. I bet it does. And so uh, there at the Hall of Honor Museum, they had this really amazing experience. It was a sports broadcast booth. And Ezekiel wants to go into a sports broadcasting. And so nice. they had like the full game film teleprompter they had this cool gopro video set up where he could actually record himself doing the um announcing and from a parent's perspective seeing your kid being able to experience something that they dream of doing in the future was really exciting because he got so into it and he was so good at it. And I was like, I could see him totally doing this professionally. It was really awesome. Oh, nice. Nice. So Ezekiel, when you were doing the, the, uh, you know, announcing and things like that, could you see yourself becoming like a full blown sportscaster? Now the sportscasters that I've heard, like, especially like the baseball games, they're always trying to like come up with things to say in between the pitches and stuff. Like, what, what give me an example of things you would say. Say your favorite player is up the bat, and it's uh, strike one, um, and he's about to do his next pitch. What would you say? You say, you know, he has this many home runs this year, and also last year he won the home run derby, like something like that. Yeah. Nice, nice. And then you say, oh, you just hit it. It's out of the park. It's out yeah. of there. Watch out, parking lot. Watch over your car. Or I would have said something like, yeah, if you notice, he's wearing these, you know, bright pink socks, and those are a, a tribute to his wife who is, you know, 
pregnant and about to give birth. And I bet you didn't know that they just built their dream home. Like they come up with all kinds of facts like that. So Zeke was really good. And even though they gave him the teleprompter, he was like coming up with some of his own stuff to say that was unique. And I was like, this kid has mad skills. It was awesome. awesome. And our hotel was literally just across the parking lot from the Steelers stadium. And we had like a floor to ceiling view of the oh, stadium. I just remember something uh, yeah. while we were walking to the hall of honor museum, we went to this press conference room and I got to take a picture of a couple things there. Yeah. And oh, also nice. there's some Taylor Swift fans. So I decided what's some, what's some idea that I could mess with them for a bit. So I just created this big thing. I said, I thought Taylor Swift died. No way. And I said, I thought she was, I thought she was old and she doesn't make music. He was just making little comments. Hey, like that. that's my girl. Don't make fun of my. I'm a Swifty <laughs> here, all right? So it get was, out. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a great trip to Pittsburgh, and then we did end our week as we had planned by going to Minnesota and spending several days with family for um, my niece's graduation party. And uh, after we got back, uh, Zeke went back to his dad's house, and then about ten days later. We hosted his graduation party and it was such a huge success. We had almost a hundred friends and family Mm -hmm. and we had a taco truck and a shave ice truck and uh, put together this amazing celebration. You had all of your family from down here. So grandma Sandy, grandpa Fred, Jacob Mason, Chris and I, and all of our family from up there and our family from Minnesota flew out and it was a really great celebration. And how did you love your party? It was really cool. I really loved it. And then at awesome. The, and that was a big party. It was great. It was. And then at the end of the party, you and I, Chris and Zeke's dad surprised him with a big gift to celebrate his graduation. And what Ooh. was that, Ezekiel? A new car. A new car. It's like the price is right. Wow. And so so Chris and I, we had been keeping that secret for, oh, I don't know, like six months. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We started making payments on the car like six months ago and um, working out all of the finances so that we could try and get it as close to paid off as possible before um, we gifted it to him. And wow! And then uh, what kind of car do you get there, Ezekiel? I think it was a Chevy something. It's a Chevrolet Trax. It's a little SUV. Nice, nice. Yeah. Are you doing drifting or donuts? Nothing yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it under a uh, hundred, please. Yeah. But that was really exciting. I mean, we definitely had been saving up for a lot of this stuff for a lot of months and uh, trying to make this summer a really memorable experience for you to celebrate you graduating and and just to say how proud we are of you together. Yeah, we are both very proud of you, Ezekiel. This summer has been a spectacular gift to you for being... We both are so very proud of you. So this is our gift to you. Enjoy this summer because it'll be your last fun summer for the rest of your life. Oh, stop <laughs> saying that. But, uh, you know, we definitely love to share with all of our listeners about all of our adventures. And we don't do it in a way to be conceited or to brag. But just... I'll stick for yourself, but anyways... <laughs> But just really to share, you know, we invest in our family and we don't buy a lot of material possessions, but we try to invest in experiences. And uh, that's what a lot of the money from my business goes towards is trying to help offset the costs of 
some of this travel that we're able to do as a family. It has been quite a traveling. This has been the year or the summer of, of traveling this year. Yeah. 23. How many air miles do you think you logged in this summer? You know what? I need to calculate that out. I was just thinking about it because we're just you and I are getting ready to leave again on Thursday. So oh, time, and hear uh, this, for you guys, uh, member Chris, no comedy clubs for you. Why Cause, not? Because that's me and my mom thing. Well, what if, what if, but hey, what if I'm performing? Do you think about that? I'm <laughs> yeah. performing at the comedy club. Open open mic night for Chris. Hey, hey, so, hey, 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 I have openers for me. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've got a couple more episodes that we're going to be batching out over the next couple of weeks where we're going to walk you through uh, our next trip because we actually just got back from our annual family vacation which we just went on to hawaii aloha and so we're going to be back with that um sometime in the next couple of days but zeke any last words for our listeners about your summer of adventures i'm not over i'm not done yet yep got more you're leaving today yeah which means we have to get going right now but you're leaving today to go where disneyland disneyland see mickey mouse yep and then after that where are you going universal and then aren't you also going to Magic Mountain with one of your best friends this summer, too? Yeah. Holy roller coaster. I know, right? Wow. He's just had the summer of a lifetime. Hey, hey don't forget that bottle of Dramamine. <laughs> because you'd be chugging that and like, oh, my goodness. Uh, speaking of roller coaster, you remember Mason threw up on a roller coaster? Yeah, it's just because you kept on feeding him stuff. Yep. Well, yeah, you yeah, overfed yeah, him, Chris. When the food is there. When the food is there and it's yum delicious, why not just eat it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, this has been a great episode. Thanks for letting us hop onto the podcast and share our summer of adventures. I know that Zeke was really looking forward to recording this episode and getting it out for our fabulous listeners. Any last words you want to leave them with? Well, Ezekiel, this is amazing, and I hope that you have an amazing summer and take lots of photos and video, and I'll get the video up as soon as possible for all the Hawaii stuff as soon as I can. And in the meantime, take as many memories and photos as you can because you get old like me, you forget these things. So yeah. Photo- photographs are always important. And speaking mm-hmm. of forgetting things, tell our listeners where they can find out more about us in case they f- they forgot where they can look. Oh, yeah. You go on the old interweb at www.com chris and christine show.com and you can also find our links to our social media there as well as our youtube videos you can see more about our family adventures you can find out more about podtastic audio and chris's podcast editing services as well as christine smith designs our wedding and event planning company and you know we just appreciate you all listening we hope you had fun hearing about our adventure um and steve Byrne, if you happen to listen to this podcast huge shout out to you for making our summer very memorable as well and fantastic thank you so much and we'll be back with you next, next week, week.